You're listening to Stream, the South African mental health and business podcast, and I'm your host, Marisa Tully. Now, today is a little solo episode talking about a very important question that so many startups or entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs have asked me, and that is, should you launch a business on your own, with someone, or with an investor? Now, I'm hoping to keep this short and spicy because I've got experience with all three of those. I've launched businesses with business partners, um, as a solo entrepreneur and with investors. And there obviously there's some perks and cons to, to both or all three of them. Sorry. Um, so, so let's just get straight into it without a business partner. So Stream was actually the first business that I launched on my own at age 33. And now the reason why I decided to launch a business on my own after multiple years of starting and running businesses with business partners and with um, investors is because I got to a point where I really realized after a lot of self-discovery that I had too many codependent relationships in the past and I was still by default relying on sort of relationships um, when it came to my work and I really wanted to get out of my comforts and take the leap and start something on my own so that I wouldn't have as much sort of emotional dependency on someone else when it came to decision making, when it came to things happening or, um, you know, people with who you work with kind of passing on tasks and actions and there being a lot of like emotion around guilt and gosh I'm beating around the bush here basically I wanted to start a business where I could wake up in the morning and not feel beholden to trying and pressing someone else um checking in with someone else or getting someone else's approval um which of course there are ways with working with a business partner where that it does not exist that sort of codependent reliance um which I've now been able to have in in other uh, business partners um, since feeling this way. But at the time, I was 33 and I had a series of relationships up until that time where I was very codependent. So that was the emotional aspect for starting something on my own and the benefits of running your own business. This I don't have to spell out, but your profit isn't split. So what you make is what you get. Um, or your profit at least, right? That's what we're talking about. Then you can be more flexible. You can start a business and adapt and change as you figure things out without impacting someone else. I love that about running your own business is that when you do feel like you need to pivot, change things up, um, you can do that without your business partner who might not see eye to eye with the decision without that, that, that influence. Basically, you have complete decision-making autonomy. So this can be a good thing and a bad thing. But yes, that was also a big perk that I wanted to highlight about running your own business on your own. You have the final say and control of how you work, how long you work, when you work, when you go on holiday, all those sorts of things are just reliant on you. 
You won't have to deal with complex partnership agreements, profit sharing agreements or disagreements. I have said this before in an episode is when you do enter a partnership with someone else, it is like a marriage. So this you will not have. Um, you won't have that um, you know, fear of, well, not just fear, the, the complications around contracts. And if one partner wants to exit, um, you having to go through this separation and contracts and legalities, um, and chat about finances, which of course can be very uncomfortable, um, and sometimes not turn out the way you want it to. Another benefit in not having those complex partnership agreements, um, and, when it comes to running your own business by yourself is you don't have the guilt of questioning whether you're putting in enough work or whether your partner is doing too little. Now this I saw in like all sorts of relationships within work, whether it's like a senior that you're working with or a junior or your business partner, there's often this feeling that comes up that, you know, the one feels guilty for not putting in enough because they're going through a season of change and, you know, things happening personally that's impacting their productivity and vice versa. There are also stages where you feel completely guilty that you aren't giving enough. Um, whether you're sick and like not able to get to your workload or whether you're on holiday and your partner's just like firing across and being productive it's only natural to get this feeling of feeling like sort of incompetent and not giving enough so that also does of course arise um when you do have a business partner but the benefit of running a business on your own is you don't experience that so the risks when it comes to running a business on your own or um the downfall or the cons whatever you may call it number one is if funds are needed to invest in the business it's all dependent on you or getting an investor so that can be quite a heavy load then also you need to prepare for a very lonely journey um, of everything resting on your shoulders so that is a very hard part of running your business on your own is you're going to go through so many stages of feeling very overwhelmed by making all the decisions um again that was that was one of the perks as having that complete decision making autonomy but then one of the downfalls of it is you're gonna get hurtful at certain stages and just wish that someone could just step in and make the decisions for you prepare for decision making fatigue so my poor husband has had to listen to multiple like conversations after work with me, like just offloading everything during those periods of fatigue and needing external sort of validation, guidance, whatever it may be. And he would get it because or get the get the load of me like verbal diarrhea needing support and help. Um, of course, it's dependent on your skills and if you have the capacity to upskill but it's very helpful in in having people that you can tap into or um you know resources or support or a network like just having that as a solo business owner is so so important then also one of the risks is if you run the risk of running your own business when you, when you run your own business you run the risk of work overload and burnout 
I recall the first year of running stream, I was so incredibly hard on myself and just constantly wanting to get ahead, get ahead and, and launch multiple things at the same time. And I got, only got to a point where like I got a five-day migraine and I had to go to the hospital for an injection and get muscle relaxants, all these things that I wouldn't, wouldn't want to put in my body, but I was forced to just to cope and that's when I realized I was experiencing this burnout and it was all self-inflicted. Also another con for being a solo entrepreneur is again limiting limited networking and, and support so it's really just dependent on who you've got um, at your disposal or, or, or putting in the effort to get that sort of network and support and then you also you run the risk of slower growth um, because it's just reliant on you there could be, you know, certain things that you could accomplish a lot quicker um, with a business partner. You also have the challenges of where it feels like a lot harder and you get stuck in your own head and you're almost in this bubble of overwhelm when you are running things as a, as a solopreneur. Whereas when you have a business partner and there's this constant, you know, someone that you can chat to, bounce off ideas or even just vent to, you almost therapeutically like can process a lot of things quicker because you've got that, that person who knows the ins and outs of your business. Like when I had to rely on my husband for certain things, he can only understand to a certain point, but he doesn't sit in my shoes behind my computer knowing exactly what I do on a day-to-day -day basis, whereas your business partner will understand more than anyone else. Then another risk is, and this is probably the biggest, is you don't receive recognition or reward from someone else like praising you and that external validation. So we all know that you need to obviously be in a position to like self-regulate and validate yourself. But let's be honest, just like decision-making fatigue, you get so hurtful of doing that on your own. And you just, you no longer, when you're a solopreneur, have a senior manager or a boss or anyone else or even just like juniors when you're starting off and you don't have a team like praising you and giving you this validation which we all as human beings like so naturally seek so that is in a nutshell the like pros and the cons or the benefits and the risks that you have when you run your own business on your own Okay, so let's chat about getting external investors when it comes to your running your own business. Now, this is completely dependent on what your niche is, what, your, what industry you're going into or what industry you are in um, and what you're capable doing without that investment and what you're capable doing when you do have that investment. Like for some businesses, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer because of how they want to scale and the, in the period in which they're wanting to scale and the sort of whether it's the assets that they need to purchase for the business to get the ball rolling all those things have an impact on whether you need an investor or not I'm going to keep this short and brief because I've only had one business where I've had an external investor um, who has invested into helping um, with purchasing the products um, that this business sells so that was really needed because it's a very very niche high-end and expensive uh, product so in order to get um, enough stock on the ground to get the ball rolling an investment was needed and the benefits of this is of course that getting an investor 
can help you scale faster um, and you have reduced personal risk because you haven't put in that sort of monetary investment yourself. Then you can learn from investors. I think this is a big thing. It's like receiving that mentorship and guidance and whilst you're able to upskill and um, network with fake connections, you can really leverage that relationship that you have with the investor or investors. Then also another benefit is you receive credibility and validation. So that's obviously something that we just spoke about. This can be, of course, a pro and a con, but having that uh, experienced investor who has launched businesses himself or has got the knowledge and years of experience, having that person, you know, give you uh, valid, validate your work um, and also the credibility that you have with that person on your side. That can be huge, again, dependent on what your business is. And then lastly, just make sure that when you decide to go with an investor, who sh- that you choose someone who shares your values and someone who you respect and admire the way that they work. That's massive. I'll never be able to run a business or launch a business or get an investor from someone or who I don't see eye to eye with, whose values aren't aligned with my values. Um, Because just somewhere, and that's just the way I am, like somewhere down the line, that's going to blow up to shits. So that is, yeah, my biggest like little recommendation when it comes to that. Let's talk quickly about the risks. So there's of course a lot more pressure to perform can be a good thing or a bad thing depending on how you work if you work better with having that um you know someone who's kind of on your case and you've got certain kpis and measurements that you are having to perform and achieve every single month and there's someone that is like kind of not necessarily micromanaging but someone that you're having to report to then that could for some people be very beneficial um, because that's just the way they prefer to work. I know that some people have started their own businesses who I know and they completely miss having that corporate structure that they used to where they do get that validation and they have got that seniority um, pressure. So take that into consideration. You just really have to know what sort of feeds you when it comes to your productivity and the way you like to work. Another risk is the risk of the loss of control. So of course, in the, with having investors um, that often acquire like equity or ownership stakes in your startup in, in exchange for financial support. And as a result, you may have to like cede some level of control over the decision-making and direction. So of course, they will have more of a say um, and you won't be as free um, as you would be if you were to run the business without an invest- investor. Then it might also impact your schedule and make you feel like you're working for someone else again. That's a big thing as well to consider. Um, Again, dependent on who the sort of mentor investor is and and how they work and and how they prefer to, to structure things. Then exit expectations. So investors generally have a timeline in mind for their exit strategy and seeking to cash out their investments um, and so you need to take that into consideration as well in the timeline and, and how that sort of impacts you. And then lastly, 
funds may run out or things can go wrong um, as you're relying on them. So sometimes it's gone south where you think you're getting a really like reputable, reliable investor on board and it just doesn't work out and your business has to go bank. So those are the things to just to consider. It is a bit more complex than that, um, but that's just based off of my experience um, and my two cents when it comes to investor. Now let's go on to running a business with a business partner. So as you know by now, I've launched um, a couple of businesses with business partners and overall I've just had excellent experiences. If anything, the takeaways with running businesses with a business partner has been getting to really know how I like to work um, and who is the best fit for me. So benefits... Two can accomplish so much more. That's a given. And this is, I'm just talking as if you've just had one business partner, okay? I'm not going to go into multiple business partners because then you might be experiencing some of the risks or cons that we mentioned in the previous two scenarios. Then you've got increased financial resources. So it's not just reliance on you to make a financial investment. You've actually got someone else who can come on board as well. Diverse skills and perspectives, huge, huge, huge. So I will end off this episode with like four things of what to look for when you're choosing your business partner. But yeah, diverse skills and perspectives, that's a massive win when being two people running a business. Shared responsibility and workload, that ties in with the with the previously mentioned as well. It's like being able to share your workload with someone else and not have everything like real be based off of or your capacity and, and what you're able to, to perform and do. The best part, you get to truly celebrate the wins together. So only someone who works closely with you and who has been through the trenches with you can feel the exhilarating feeling of coming out on top and winning new clients or making your biggest sale. And you get to share that with someone that no one else in your network will feel the same way because, of course, they don't get financial gain from it. So there's just such a brilliant like, feeling and amazing memories to be made when you're working with a business partner and through all the challenges, because there are always challenges, you come out on top and you get to experience the wins together. Then lastly, you have support, you have validation, like one of the things that I get so um, that make my day or my week or is the external validation that I, for instance, get from Ash, my business partner with FitMom, just telling me I'm a machine or anything that she says that, you know, that I've done a great job. It hits so much like more it's more impactful than my husband telling me yo you've done such a great job or you're doing you you accomplishing so much it's just not the same as having that person who works with you alongside you knows exactly what you do day in and day out again has experienced the challenges with you and that person gives you recognition and validation it's such a fulfilling feeling then the downside of having a business partner So should you choose your business partner and you perhaps decide to go into business with a friend? This is something that I've seen often happen. Be aware of how it will change the relationship you have 
um, with that person. So Nix and I, um, one of my best friends, we started Wellness in the City, an online content creation platform for wellness and health and beauty brands that we started in 2015. And we went from being really good friends to becoming business partners. And whenever we saw each other, it was first business chats. And we'd often sit down and say like, can we just not talk about business today and just talk about like how your life is doing? How's your transition of being a mom um, and things that you're experiencing? And we almost had to force ourselves out of this like business mind frame back into friendship and then put our business hats back on. And then, and it's tricky. It really is tricky. It does change your relationship um, because there is this ongoing um, conversation that has to need that has to be had when it comes to work so this can be a good thing or it can be a negative thing it just depends on you and your personality your friend's personality and how you guys work together etc and then also another risk of having a business partner something I mentioned earlier is just the contract so take into consideration that that contract that you have that you put together that is so crucial at the beginning of the business um, relationship is that it is a marriage you need to prepare for a divorce. So like when you get married and you're putting your contracts together, you're so bloody infatuated and happy and in love that you don't think that the day of divorce will ever come. And that almost influences your decision making and, and the reading the fine lines of that contract. It's the same that will go, you'll go through when you have a business partner. Um, so just prepare for the worst. I think like the shittiest part for me has always been um, putting together those contracts. But once it's done and everything's in black and white, you can move on and have peace of mind that if shit hits the fan, if your business partner decides to exit or if you decide to exit and you want to do something else, that there's at least a backing and something that's put into place and you don't have to tackle these difficult conversations of re-putting things together and trying to figure things out and analyzing or getting the business valued and, and being so overwhelmed by everything that like you've at least got a really good starting point that should that day come that you want to exit and then uh, make sure you're both are involved with the monthly financial meetings and there's transparency that's massive I've learned my lesson and I've been burnt in the past where thinking, you know, I don't have to be involved with the financial side of things because like that's not something I enjoy and I don't like money and all those kind of jazz that when you start off a business at 25, you think that that's, you know, that that that's the way you are and that's the way you, you can run a business. In reality, that is not a clever move. Like both of you need to be on top of the finances and there needs to be complete transparency. I just know of too many cases of people being where not even just, you know, internally business partners, um, where there's been, um, where there's been, you know, d d dishonesty or, or things going wrong, but also of accountants um, and people really being, burned by situations of money uh, being taken so that's huge it's absolutely big and excuse me if you can hear Enzo in the background he's getting very bored of this conversation um but yeah that's just a risk to take into consideration when you are bringing on a business partner and then lastly of course a con is that your profits are split so it can you know if you're not if the business isn't doing too well um and that profit has to be split 
you're obviously in a worse position, but at the same time, I believe that the benefits outweigh the risks. And more importantly, I believe that it is dependent on you as an individual, how you work best, um, what, yeah, what, what, yeah, I actually don't know what I was going to say there. <laughs> I was actually looking at the time and getting distracted um, because I wanted to carry on with talking about like four things that you need to look into when choosing your business partner. But you know what? I'm going to keep that for, for a different episode. Um, and yes, so just to cut that short and to wrap it all up, um, I think it's very dependent on how you work well. And if you really can sort of do that introspection before running your own business or even during it, because that's when you learn the most about yourself. It's like the best character building exercise you can ever do is to go on this roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. But once you know that, you will make a better decision in choosing the right business partners who feed um, feed off of you, who you can like leverage and you can learn from and you guys can be a killer duo. I by far absolutely love my experiences with having business partners, having a teammate and conquering things. I think the biggest thing, like I said earlier, the biggest win is just having someone to celebrate with who truly, truly understands like what you guys have achieved together. So that's that. There I'm signing off. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, just a reminder to please engage with me online, with myself and my team, DMs, comments, you name it, anything will be valued and appreciated. Um, And most of all, if you can share this episode with a friend, a loved one or a colleague who you think would really appreciate it, please do so and keep in touch and stay tuned for my very next episode.